Today's gospel text is taken from the parting discourse that Jesus offers to his disciples on their last evening together. In much of what he says, Jesus addresses his heavenly Father, prays to his Father for them. Here he prays, I speak this in the world so that they might share my joy completely. I speak this in the world so that they might share my joy completely. His joy, the joy of one who knows that the next 24 hours will bring betrayal, imprisonment, humiliation, and a painful death, joy. As I tried to get my heart and mind around this joy, my first thought was that for all of us, joy has been in very short supply lately. A pandemic with lockdowns and constantly shifting restrictions, sickness and death for some and anxiety and loss for everyone, daily stresses, large and small, for all of us. Not much joy. Even when we hear good news, and thank God we have been hearing some good news recently, it's hard to shake the habit of being always on guard and expecting the worst. And yet, Jesus prays that we who follow him should share his joy completely. This is where we are called. So I want to reflect with you about what this divine joy is, and then look at what cuts us off from it, and finally, how we may come to share it. So what is this joy? To begin with, I think we have some idea of it from ordinary human experiences that we all have. Joy has some things in common with happiness and pleasure, but we all know it's not quite the same. We experience joy when we receive a surprise gift or an unexpected act of kindness. We experience joy when we take in good news we never imagined possible, when healing comes after sickness, or relief from burdens and constraints, or a surprise discovery. We experience joy when we are touched by the awesome beauty of a sunset at sea, the grandeur of a great building, or the sheer goodness of a person that we encounter. So there is about joy something that breaks into our everyday experiences and expectations from outside and beyond, something that lifts us, stretches us, some touch of the limitless and eternal. And our faith explains why this is so. In the Blessed Trinity, Within the very life of God, joy is the conversation between the Father and the Son and the Spirit. 
Joy is the overflowing love of God who for the sheer joy of it creates the world, enters the world through his Son to redeem it, showers his creation with the gifts of the Spirit. This is the joy Jesus wants us as his followers to share completely. And when we encounter true faith in others, we see something of this joy, something that lifts whomever it touches out of a world which without joy is narrow, dreary, and often bitter. So why are we not just coming into this joy, partially now in this life, of course, and eternally with God beyond the grave? Something pulls us back, and something else keeps us from going forward. Let's look at each, and then let's see what might pull us out of them. What pulls us back? We get tied down, imprisoned, in a world that joy cannot penetrate. We run in the rat race and get lost in distractions. We get sunk in bad habits. We become too timid or self-satisfied to take in the unexpected, even when it is healthy and good and beautiful. We make a world out of misdirected feelings and actions which reinforce each other until we have built for ourselves a joyless prison. And then, what keeps us from stretching forward for the, for the joy God is inviting us into? So often, we just can't see it. We doubt that it can be there. We don't know how to follow the call. From our enclosed little existence in the horizon shaped by our pains and disappointments, we see only darkness in front of us. Well, we all suffer in our different ways and to different degrees from this clouded vision and from these debilitating behaviors that hold us in a life of dreariness. These cut us off from the joy to which Christ is calling us. So how might we better hear that call? First and foremost, we have prayer and liturgy, especially this Eucharistic celebration in which we come into God's presence and God offers his own body to us and the Holy Spirit binds us up as the community of the church. In the Psalms, communal worship is always described as a time of joy and gladness a time when we come into the beauty of holiness, when we taste and see the goodness of the Lord. And this is what is happening here and now. And it's not something routine. Joy is breaking through. We are not making this happen. We don't deserve any of it. This is pure gift. We just need to pay attention. 
And then, if we can start to pay attention in the high moments when God comes to us in worship, there is no end of the sense of openness and wonder and hope that we can bring into everyday life. We can start to take in the truth that everything depends on God, who breaks open our closed worlds by showers of grace in which we taste the fullness of divine joy. Even in times of suffering, even when the way ahead is shrouded in darkness, as when Jesus invited his disciples to share his joy on the night before the crucifixion. Still, we can affirm our trust and hope in the God of eternal joy, saying with the psalmist, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please consider supporting us by visiting stpaulparish.org. That's stpaulparish.org. God bless and see you next time.